How are you? I'm doing well. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? I can. Awesome. Turn my fan Your dog gone? I want the truck. <laughs> I had to lock him out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no more gonna prove my love type trouble. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, that's all good. It's right. <laughs> So you ready to talk about you? Celebrate you? Ooh, mm, that's a little. Yes, I am. You know what I, I said this year? I'm gonna stop shying away from that. Yes, I am, sir. Yes, I am. Hey, How would you? Who, <laughs> what would you like for me to call you, Jeffrey? Ed, Mr. Edwards? Oh, oh my goodness. What do you? <laughs> you call me Jeff. You're so formal right yes. now. We okay. don't do that over here. Okay. Well, you know People I'm a... like family. That's the tagline. We just. Who would... <laughs> Cool energy vibe, not no very formal. Mm. Okay, you know I'm a, I'm a I'm a teacher, so I'm uh, all day. I'm Mrs. Brinston, so I have to kind of turn it off a little bit. I, I got to do you. <laughs> I vibe to what you do. Right. I'm very adaptable. All right. I'm about to play the intro, and we're gonna get after it. Okay. All right. Welcome to another episode of The Middle Ground with JLE, where we treat you like family. That's the theme song, Detroit Love, from my first album, The JLE Experience. We have another awesome guest for you. Let me, let me get it right. Set it right here. Let y'all know who we're talking about. We have author, teacher, and founder, CEO of my school nurse and nurturing wellness group foundation, Terry Brinston. Get the numbers and letters right. <laughs> R-E-N. M-A-C-L-N-C. Welcome to the show. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Jeff. I appreciate you. I appreciate you for doing it. You could have, when I connected, looked at me like stranger danger. Who is this guy? <laughs> I ain't trying to deal with him. <laughs> hey, well, you, you came, um, you came, my girl uh, recommended you and Robin Wilson. And so I was like, okay, if you're a friend of Robin Wilson's, you're a friend of mine for sure. Shout out to Robin Wilson, Tisha Hammond for good people. Absolutely. So, so I ask first off, I'm gonna ask a few little questions about you, but first, tell the audience a little about yourself. Oh, it's so much. Um, Take time. <laughs> right, it's all so, about you. Well, I'm a registered nurse, and I'm also a teacher. I work with uh, busy parents who are want to. Uh, do what they can to support their young people to become independent. And I also work with high school students and um, I just love serving our young people and helping them to discover who they want to be and what they want their life to look like. And I help them to kind of walk that out. And so I have so many, the Lord has just blessed me with so many gifts, but um, I, he has truly showed me that that is, that is the gift that he would like for me to walk out in the rest of my life, the, the latter part of my life, for sure. Yeah. So I've been working in education for over 24 years, and um, I've been having an opportunity to really 
pour into our young people who have barriers that prevent them from being successful. And um, I identify barriers as maybe it's a, a medical condition or low self-esteem or they've had a hard time growing up. Maybe you had uh, trauma or some type of abuse, but whatever, learning disability, whatever it is, uh, I've identified that a lot of times when our youth go through hardship, when they come out on the other side, they they still carry a lot of the baggage and it really prevents them from walking out their dreams and being successful adults. And so what I do is um, over the years, I've had a, uh, an opportunity to work with students in my vocational program and which I introduce students to the medical field. And I developed a program where I can allow help the students to leave the baggage at the door and to rediscover who they want to be and really walk out those desires for their life. And so um, I've been able to do that for, for many years and um, been able to really transition that into a, a business, a nonprofit where I work with young people. So I, I'm, I really enjoy doing what I do. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay, first question, mm -hmm. what led you on this path? What led me on this path? Um, well, personally, it's it's kind of it's kind of weird. When when I graduated from high school, um, I was really I struggled because I had very low self esteem, and I struggled with barriers uh, that prevented me from being successful. And so my barrier specifically was I had a learning disability. I I couldn't read. And um, although I had a, you know, very supportive family, um, I was a special ed student and, you know, I had a desire to be better, to know better, you know, to do better. But I just really struggled with the scars that I had had from, you know, going through school, feeling mm -hmm. less than, feeling judged and feeling different, feeling ugly, you know, and so um so that was, you know, that was going to be my life, you know, um, not really um, being reaching my full potential because I felt that I would, would never had I didn't even have a potential. And so um, when I was um, a young lady, this is after I had graduated from high school, my father was uh, sick with cancer and um he, I was had an opportunity to help my mom care for him. Long story short, he told me that I should be a nurse. Um, and, you know, of course, I thought he was talking to my sister because, you know, he was a little confused and he let me know, I'm not confused. I know who I'm talking to and you should be a nurse. And so that planted a seed. And I, I think that mm -hmm. from that point on, I, I was able to really see myself as something other than stupid, ugly, you know, nobody likes me, you know, and so I was able to really embrace that possibility and plant, and he planted, definitely planted that seed of hope. Um, and so the Lord watered it. And, and then I um, started really committing to my education. And he just was bringing different people in my life to support me and to help me. And, and then for all years of hard work, <laughs> Mm -hmm. I became a nurse. And so as a nurse, pediatric nurse specifically, I just felt like that wasn't it. And uh, the Lord opened the door again and gave me an opportunity to 
teach Sunday school and um, I truly enjoyed working with youth. And then the door, the Lord opened the door again and I had an opportunity to teach high school as a vocational instructor. And one of the requirements is I had to be a nurse. So I just truly believe that that was the path um, that I, you know, the Lord gave me a heart for working with people with barriers because I was a person with a barrier. And so, you know, they didn't, you know, meaning the teachers and things, they had no idea that I had the capability of becoming a registered nurse with, a, you know, with a master's degree and with all of the struggles I had, but, but God. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So what was that defining thing to make you look at yourself differently? Well, over the years, uh, teaching and just feeling like I'm working, you know, working every day and doing the best I can and really loving what I did. Um, I felt like um, that was my calling, but I kept having these nudges that there was something more. And so um, when uh, COVID happened in 20, uh, 2019, when it first started to come to, uh, you know, get to, into the States. So around March of 20, um, 2020, um, I uh, got sick with COVID and um, I was really, really sick. And so I was in the yeah. hospital for about 30 days and I was on the ventilator Oh, wow. Where, you know, the ventilators where the machine, you know, breathes for you because my mm -hmm. lungs were so scarred. And um, so the machine had to breathe for me. But I was on the ventilator for 15 days. And so early on when COVID, you know, first started, you know, they didn't really know what was going on, the treatment method. So going on a vent was really a death sentence. And so after um I was able to, you know, come off the vent and eventually come home. I really struggled with um, just feeling guilty, you know, like, you know, why did, why did the Lord save me? Why, you know, all of these, you know, just looking at thousands and thousands of people who didn't make it, you know, um, mm -hmm. you know, back then they had makeshift uh, trailers and refrigerated trailers where they were putting bodies and, you know, people couldn't go to their funerals and it was just a, a horrible time. And so my thing, I was just discovering that when I came home, because when I went into the hospital, the world was normal. But mm -hmm. when I came out of the hospital, you had all of this, this, the world was upside down. So if I really thought I was in a different universe, but I started really just praying and I really, you know, felt the Lord when I was in the hospital and I, I felt his presence and something within me just said, okay, stop wasting time. You know, he didn't save you to hide your gifts. He didn't say, save mm -hmm. you to keep your mouth quiet. And so that's when I, it really, um, I started to, I lost a, a lot of memory because I had some mild brain damage and so, and a lot of people who come off the vent, they deal with that memory loss. Um, and so my doctor had recommend, my counselor had recommend that I um, start journaling to kind of bring back some of my memory. And mm -hmm. so through that process, I ended up 
journaling and really connecting with my life, you know, connecting with me being a special ed student and connecting with, you know, my father and my mom and my family and, and just my marriage and my children. And I, I just had an opportunity to really revisit um, all of the pivotal points in my life. And it became so very clear to me, you know, that the Lord really orchestrated every aspect of my life by opening doors and closing doors. And, you know, where I mm -hmm. thought I was being punished, he was just guiding and directing me. And so through that process, I was uh, able to write a book. And um, yes, my, awesome. yeah, so I'm just my, the name of my book is Grateful for the Journey, Surviving COVID-19. And um, so going through that process really solidified my purpose. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That, I mean, you just said so much right, right now. Wow. <laughs> my sister yeah. a nurse. Yeah. And when she told me what was going on when we was in the eye of it, uh -huh. I want to go get some Parmesan and a few blunts and forget what I heard. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. I know. They, they teach you pandemic scenarios, but we're never going to have a pandemic. Right. And then everybody that had those classes that are in the nursing field, all y'all superheroes, mm. had to be in the trenches and war zone. Like, yeah. wow. Yeah. You know, my heart really goes out to, you know, all of the amazing, my ma amazing colleagues um, and all of the nurses and medical professionals that are you know, still battling this. Yeah, shout um, out to all of them. And so, absolutely. And, you know, and that was one of the things too, you know, laying there and uh, recognizing all the need, you know what I'm saying? And I was laying there helpless, you know, but um, absolutely. I don't think people really realize um, how devastating it is. I was, I was so angry when I came out of the hospital and just to watch the news and the, the bickering about wearing a mask and washing your hands it, and, you know, especially yeah. you know, coming from where I just came from, you know, being yeah. in the hospital for a month. So absolutely. So my hats go out to, you know, your sister for what she's doing as well, for sure. Yeah. I'm thankful that you was able to come out of it. Some people I know had it, mm -hmm. by the grace of God got better. Yes. Some did not. Yes. 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 It's, it's scary, but you know, we're, where you know with what's going on now the numbers are going up with the people who are not you know being vaccinated and i'm sure you know everybody has their own um viewpoint but mm -hmm. i'm telling you you don't want to get this <laughs> you don't want to get it and uh you know it's just it's just not a good thing so yeah people i know that might not want to get vaccinated mm -hmm. choice is yours yeah yeah just follow protocols in public right Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you have to, you have to be comfortable with the decision that you make, but, you know, I will let you know that, you know, uh, every complication that people got, you know, that they were saying that people can get from COVID I got. And so I have a little bit of a different oh, wow. motivation. You know, I lost all my hair. Um, I had oh, scarring man. of my lungs. I had some brain damage. I had, you know, so I, I believe me, I have a different perspective, of course, because, you know, I was definitely a victim of that as well. So, 
Now, did you, how did you come through even that aspect of, because that seemed like that can mess with you a little bit. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I have so, uh, so many people um, praying for me. Uh, So many friends and my family, my husband was, you know, my rock. Um, When I actually, when I was dismissed, you know, uh, discharged from the hospital, um, Mm -hmm. I should have, you know, the, they wanted to, to put me in an, in a uh, rehabilitation facility because I had struggles with walking and different things like that. So I needed a lot of therapy. And so because I was, and it was so you know, towards the the beginning stage of this pandemic, um, no hospital wanted me, no nursing home, uh, nursing uh, home wanted me there. You know what I'm saying? Because that's yeah. where the rehab facilities were. So my husband really had to volunteer to, you know, he just said, you know, you can come home, I'll take care of you. And so he had to bathe me and do my hair and, you know, take care of me and feed me. And, you know, I was, just dealing with a lot of, um, you know, night terrors and coughing and oh my goodness. So he was, he was right here with me. And um, so that, that's how I got through it. Basically. Sometimes you got to get out the mud. Yep. Yeah. Figure it out. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So it was, it was horrible, but you know what? I'm, I'm doing well now. I'm, I'm, wor- I'm working from home. I'm still a full-time teacher. Um, awesome. I love, you know what I do. I'm still working my business, and so doing a lot of um, uh, podcasts and um, different shows to just really share my story and just be obedient for sure. Yeah, I didn't expect none of that. You just said, "I'm okay." We talk about the, the, the companies you got. Okay, once you wrote a book, that's dope. I'm like, Lord, you straight be like. You picked a good one, right? Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> so what's been the impact of your book about this? Well, you know, my book is about, I just talk about my life and how mm-hmm. COVID made me really realize how grateful I am. You know, I think sometimes we we forget that, you know, we have, you know, if you look at the at life with the glass half empty or you look at it with it half full. And I think what COVID did for me is it made me look at the glass half full, you know, my life, every aspect of it. And, um, you know, it's like, you know, oh, yeah, I got a headache today. But you know what? I woke up. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm, I'm a little overweight. But you know what? I can walk down the stairs. You know, it's like, you know, you just yeah change the way that you know, I really perceive life. And and so through my book, I really hope that people who read it start to really look at their life, you know, and tell their story and definitely, you know, tell their kids, you know, how did you become who you are today? And and really, it, it wasn't by accident. You know, I think sometimes we just live, we get up and, and we go and we do our mm-hmm. things. But, you know, when we are intentional uh, with things that we do, we can change the direction of our life. And especially if the Lord is leading us in certain uh, certain um, areas, but we can stop and not do anything. Right. And so I think that my book, hopefully yeah. it inspires people to do what you're supposed to do. You know, when those doors open, walk through them, when they close, you know, back up, you know, when you are, um, 
struggling with something, put it in perspective. And so I think, I hope that my book, it, it's for parents, it's for wives, uh, husband and wives, it's for someone who's struggling with something, someone who has a dream and just kind of thinks it's impossible. Um, you know, I, I had an opportunity to really just think about how, as I'm, you know, I'm older now. And so, you know, those little girl days, I don't think about them as much. And, you know, they're not so much in my memory, but I'm like, I remember going to the classes and kids, you know, running mm -hmm. for me on the playground and it became very, very vivid. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. I hadn't thought about this and how it made me feel. So I think that my book, it, you'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll, you know, it's not totally about COVID. And I think a lot of people say, oh, I don't want to read this. I have COVID or I'm tired of it, but no, it's not. It's just the world we're going, the world has gone through so much. And I think it's time for us to really just take a deep breath and, you know, be intentional about changing our direction and, you know, stop allowing life to happen to us and make things happen. So that's uh, definitely what my message is. Yeah, I agree. Cause with COVID and the pandemic happening, mm -hmm. the whole world had to stop and realize it ain't as bad as you thought. <laughs> right. Absolutely. I mean, while you might be griping that, man, I ain't got no overtime this week, but you got a, <laughs> a 2015 and up vehicle. Right. With a decent house with food and clothes to go to. Right. Someone wish they can just get something. Absolutely. Absolutely. We get cold in Detroit. <laughs> yes, it does. You go into a warm house. Yeah, you're going to pay DT 300, but mm -hmm. you can pay DT to 300. Right, right. Somebody out there cold when it's negative degrees. And I think COVID really made people get back to basics. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It ain't as bad as you thought. Yeah, yeah. This will pass. I mean, read your Bible, you know, this ain't all the stuff that's going to happen later on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. So, well, that's, absolutely. To, to finally get on your purpose, though. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, it, it's, like it, it's a reset. Yeah, it is. And and I think that, you know, um, the, a lot of the people who we work with, a lot of the children I work with and the parents that I work with, you know, before COVID, you know, it was like pulling teeth, you know, well, we got time, <laughs> you know, yep. like I'll do it later, you know, but now it's like, okay, this is what I need to do. Okay. Do I need to do this? Okay. And so what I do is when I work with people, uh, young people, mm -hmm. um, I help them to understand that they will never reach their full potential, their dreams, or if they just sit there, you know, you have to mm -hmm. you have to be in action. You know, it's one thing to just talk about it. You know, you got to do it. And, um, you know, people have sat there and sat on their dreams and talking about, I wish I could do this, or I wish I was born in the right family, or if I wish I was, it's like all that wishing, you're wasting time. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to do something. And so what I do is I teach my young people of how to do, you know, weekly accountability goals and actually how to create smart goals and actually walk out those desires that they have for themselves so that they can become closer to their, their desires and their dreams. And so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you will have that tenacity in you because unfortunately you wasn't born in the best environment. Right. 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 But you don't want to stay there. So you're going to dig in that mud. And whatever God made you to be, you're going to start working on it because you want to get the hell out of that spot you want. Right. 
Yeah. So you're going to be more hungry and determined than someone who ain't got to look at life like you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, this spot don't matter to me, but you, that's everything. I got to get that spot. Right. Absolutely. You're going to be the hardest work in the room. Absolutely. And it, and it will pay off. And it will pay off. And I think, you know, I one of the things that I'm starting to see now is that, you know, our young people are seeking help. We're starting to see an increase of That's awesome. young people going and seeking support, mental health support and counseling and, and seeking coaches and things mm-hmm. like that. And so. So that's good, you know, that we're starting to see more of that. And so with with me being a, a life coach, um, working with young people and helping parents who have young adults that may have had a delay in their start and they want mm-hmm. help getting them back on track. And so I help those young people kind of I love working with with young adults as well, um, because they really need the skill set, you know, it's like, okay, yeah. you got to get a bank account. You got to get a job. <laughs> you got to do the resume. You know, you got to change those self-limiting beliefs. And yeah. so they're so thirsty because they want more, but they just don't know how to get it. And so that's. They don't offer in school now? You know, not. They did in the 90s yeah. when I was in Cooley. Pardon me? <laughs> when I went to Cooley in the 90s, uh-huh. you had to do all that stuff. Get right. prepared for the world. They don't yeah. offer it now. Well, some some schools do offer it um, okay. for sure, but it's not. You know, schools are so uh, they're struggling with just getting the basic academics. You know, the test scores are low, and okay, and our you know the young people are struggling to get in our math scores and English scores and things like that. So of course you do have some school systems that are very. Um, active in in trying to address those needs but some schools can't you know you're dealing with funding issues and things like that and so it's just so much stuff going on and especially with COVID you know we've basically you know our young people are set back one or two years you know with them being homeschooled. I've been hearing that. Yeah some yeah. kids are just struggling. I, I know firsthand that um some of the, you know, I would be able to give up my students an assignment, you know, a pretty hefty assignment and it's mm-hmm. due on Friday, right? Now okay. I notice that I have to give them more time to work on it. And I have to, you know, really deal with their emotional health a lot more in the classrooms than I used to. And so it really has impact They're They're very much, I can see the delay. Yeah, absolutely. And this is in high school. So I cannot even imagine in elementary. Yeah, because you really can't be around people like you used to because mm-hmm. they might have COVID. Right, right. And then one person get it. Oh, shut it all down. Quarantine. Mm-hmm. Like what? <laughs> well, they've been Man, a lot. Do I got it. Why you freaking out? Right. <laughs> it's it's pretty My scary. It's pretty scary. They're a little bit more, you know, some schools are not shutting down as quickly as others. Okay. Um, you know, I know the district that I work in, um, we have a lot of different protocols and, okay. you know, they're monitoring them and things like that, but they're not, they're not closing. So you do have some districts that are not closing, but it's scary. You know, the anxiety is up because like you said, when people think that they have it, you know, the first thing they think, okay, this is a death sentence or, you know, I'm going to get really sick because it it really is. You don't know who's going to get sick. 
with it really bad and who's not. So, oh, yeah. when I had to go back when I was a custodian at Wayne State, uh huh, I had a panic attack in my living room. Mm. I never had those. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey, I, I, I had to slap myself. Hey, God got you. What you doing? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's scary. You good? Yeah. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. They mm -hmm. ain't letting nobody on campus. Mm -hmm. You're going to be good. Right, right. So if I, if I had that problem, I can imagine other people. Absolutely, absolutely. And also, you know, people who've had it before, you know, mm -hmm. you can get it again. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I've known people who have it three times. Mm -hmm. Like, whoa, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And that's my what? fear too. It's like, I don't want to get it again. So I'm I'm at home. I'm teaching for home, from home because of that, you know, just uh, the anxiety of it. And also mm -hmm. my immune system is really low. So yeah, it's, it's a scary thing for sure. But you know what, you know, we don't come lots of, of lots of people are doing well. Um, I think that, um, you know, just the new ways of doing things through technology. I know that my church uh, just recently, um, they're doing like a, a prayer time where they we meet online for some of the seniors that you know, are not coming to church. And so people oh, are being like really creative and I mean, we got reaching tech. out. Right, right. We still get it done. Yeah. And so that's, that's it's kind of allowing people to, you know, step out of the box. And so with that creativity and more opportunity. And so, you know, it's, it's a, it's really a good time to kind of rediscover new ways of doing things. So I know that, um, you know, Robin started a, uh, a Bible study for uh, entrepreneurs and we do, you know, a Zoom or and some women are meeting face to face, you know, oh, it's just, awesome. you know, all of these different opportunities to be able to collaborate. And we're collab I've, I've never, you know, in this in this space, I'm able to speak to people internationally. I was a part of a, a few different uh, conferences. I'm on a um, virtual awesome. magazine. And so I'm speaking to people in Switzerland and, wow, and, you know, just all over the world. And it's like, you, you know, I would never you know, be able to do that if, if this, if our world hadn't shift the way that it has. So I think that there's definitely, this is my way of looking at the glass half full, right? Yeah, you <laughs> so. came a long way from the way you were looking at yourself. You, right. You're a superstar now. Hey, well, I'm, I'm blessed. I'll just say that. <laughs> Absolutely. So, how did you come up with the name of My School Nurse and Nurturing Wellness Group Foundation? Well, what all does it do? The Nurturing Wellness Group Foundation is my nonprofit. Okay. And I work directly with the students who have barriers. And so that, that program, um, I work with other nonprofits who have young people who they're working with, but they don't have programs. And so I have a variety of programs that I, I provide for young people like a um, like online um, classes right now we did use we did before COVID do face to face but nurturing wellness group foundation um, that's what we do I kind of basically look at the student holistically dealing with them emotionally physically you know spiritually mm -hmm. and just meeting them where they are and so um, we identify where the child wants to go with their life. And then we help them to line up 
things in their life so that they can reach their full potential. So, for example, I had a, a, a student who, um, mm -hmm. you know, he wanted to get his 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 number one goal is he wanted to get his driver's license. Okay. And so, you know, and he dealt with some limiting beliefs and things like that, but he wanted to get his driver's license. So we were able to connect him with a men's group because he did not have a, a man in his life or someone to help him to you know, get the driving hours in. Right. And so I connected, mm -hmm. we connected him with a, you know, with some other resources, some uh, church men's group, and they took turns and took him on, you know, driving. And then he was able to, you know, get his hours in and get his driver's license. And it's like, we don't know, man, just by him getting his driver's license, increased his ability to have independence, um, you know, it just did so much for him. But that's little things like that. We have no idea Absolutely. will make a major, major impact. And so the Nurturing Wellness Group Foundation is just kind of us doing what we need to do to uh, introduce community resources, kind of, you know, that village mentality. You know, I don't yeah, know how to do to it now. Right. It's like we all need to kind of pitch in and, and help out. Right. So that's that's where that 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 name. My school nurse is um, I work with schools and I help them to uh, support their health and wellness. So, for example, when they have students who have medical issues, I provide teaching. I have nurses and things like that who works with me and we provide education to the staff. We look at their policies and procedures and we also help them to put things in place so that they can serve their students health and wellness needs, right? So we help them develop like healthy, healthy living advisory committee so that they can, you know, they're so busy with academics, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. they really don't focus on the safe and healthy and wellness. And so I don't know if anybody knows that 73% um, of the schools prior to COVID did not have school nurses. And so those types right. of support was being provided by the teachers and mostly the secretaries, right? And so what, what I do is, as me and my, my company, we go in and we provide that nursing support that they don't get, you know, if they don't have a nurse. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm just so happy that we are starting to get schools to embrace having nurses on staff now, because I believe that you know, we, we need to have that. Um, they used to have it when I was in school. Yeah. Counseling. Yeah. But no, all the, you know, the cuts that has had to happen. And so anyway, so, you know, I kind of like to deal with this, with the student holistically. So I, mm -hmm. with my school nurse, we teach the teachers, we make sure policies and procedures are in place. We figure out what, where are they lacking that, um, is you know not meeting the needs of the state so that they are in compliance so that my school nurse works with the school and where nurturing wellness group works with the kids. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm busy. <laughs> I see. I thought I was on when I was busy. You got me busy. Yes. Yeah, I'm busy. It's a good busy though, you know. When you when you're doing something you love, it's not work. <laughs> Yeah, this time to feel like that now. Yeah, yeah, more comfortable doing it. Right, right. I can tell you love it. I had an opportunity to listen to your some of your tracks. No, there you go. <laughs> yeah, 
change your life. <laughs> I did. I, I listened to him. I'm like, look at there. All right now. Get your mm. autograph before you let it go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm trying to live with my purpose, man. I'm yeah. tired of all the bullshit. <laughs> right. You got to be better than what I'm doing. I'm thankful that all I have, but mm-hmm. I want to be doing what I was created to do. Right, right. And I see it's more than one thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's cool. We got to add TV and film with it, too. Got to get it cracked. All right, now. <laughs> need some positivity out here. Well, you know, like like I said, you know, the world is changing. We're doing more. And I've, I have been on, have been uh, looking at different opportunities to be on, you know, TV, YouTube, and all these different channels. I'm like, these amazing women. It's like, what? Having their own shows. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my God. It's, I'm just, I'm enjoying it. You know, the, the, just all the opportunities, you know, black women are, are just, Black men are just, you know, they just showing up. So I'm just, I'm excited with this new chapter in my life for sure. Yeah, I mean, some people I've interviewed, they're like, you, I'm, I'm good to be on here. What are you talking about? <laughs> I've been noticing them letters like, the way this show work. if right now you decide I'm going to have a candy company, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you should be a guest of my show. What made you say you want to have a candy company? Mm-hmm. right right so when you just had the idea to start it or you've been doing it right you don't want to got a story to share because i'm trying to cover the entire spectrum of when you first thought about your purpose mm-hmm. why you in it and you made strides and success in it right so any any step along the way hopefully i have a guest that will relate to that person well, okay they did it i can do it right and that and that's true because I think when you don't when you don't see yourself meaning mm-hmm. someone out in the society who has you know gone through similar things you know I hope if there's any of your guests that has had a, a reading problem or considered to be literate because that's where I was you know I really struggled with I couldn't read and so when you can't read. Um, mm-hmm. Doors I've had one or two issues like that too. Yeah, it just, you know, it's it's hopeless. And so to be able to, you know, become a, you know, talk to people and, and say, you know what, I was I was right there with you. I felt the same thing. And then you mm-hmm. know what? But you can do anything you want. Um, not saying that it's gonna be easy, but if it's a desire, regardless of what your limitations are, you can do it. Yeah, do anything you put your mind to and the effort that's needed. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm living proof because I was just doing a podcast. I like all the sports debate shows. I could do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I maybe I might interview somebody one day. Then I interview Chris Matan and Major Shepherd L. Why don't okay. you write a book? Uh-huh. Wow. Then I wrote a book. Okay. Keep interviewing. Like, whoa. Maybe I interview a few people like, wow, I'm almost at the end of season three now. Right. Look at that. That's I'm amazing. truly humbled by it. That's amazing. And I'm introvert. So me reaching out to people, like, I don't like people like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm very outgoing. And I know it sounds probably weird. Like, he seems very cool outgoing, but uh-huh. um, I, got, I don't know about this. Mm. Well, I, I believe you. I'm an introvert too. People don't they don't believe that. I'm very, very shy. Start like, doing a Cecil Turtle for Bugs Bunny. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. 
<laughs> well, I gotta connect. They gotta like they buy y'all. They doing some stuff. Right. They're gonna respond. Right. What do you say? Okay. And Ali people are liking what I'm saying to them. Like, okay, we'll mess with you. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you for walking out your purpose. Because you know, so many people they have a purpose and they just uh they just talk about it, you know. So it's good when you can Yeah, I used to be one of those people. Mm-hmm. And I, I can definitely say it's better to be trying doing it than not. Like, I mean, one time when I first worked on my music, before I finished my first album, I let someone listen to it. And I don't mind criticism because I want to get better at whatever I'm doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't talk to me like you're an aficionado now. <laughs> like, you got Grammys. You hang out with Baby Faye because he was my role model that I looked at. I wanted to be like him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, we both work at Wayne State. How are you talking like as if you didn't? Have you wrote a song that was playing in your head and made it come to life? Right. I mean, what? Can I get a little credit? The same. Right. I think some people tend to do that when you ask for your opinion. Well, you you got to be ready for it. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> or you got to know who the right who the right people to ask. So you want a Grammy now? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want an Oscar? Okay. <laughs> Probably so. I feel you. Oh, but you're doing awesome stuff. What's been the impact so far from your company? Um, I think the major impact is seeing lives change. Okay. You know, uh, working with young people who, you know, call me and say, oh, Miss Brinson, I'm a nurse. Can, you know, go to my graduation. And these are the ones who may have had, you know, a very bumpy life, um, never That's saw awesome. theirself, you know, and just being able to see that, how proud they are of their self. You know what I'm saying? And of course, you know, when they reach out to me, that does definitely does my heart well, but just, you know, knowing that their life is different, you know, it could be so much different. Now, of course, you know, through the years, I I remember, you know, having students who, who, you know, didn't walk out their their dreams and stay kind of stuck and I'll see them. And the first thing they'll say is, I'm going to start school. I'm going to go back to school in the fall. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, they want to, you know, just, I guess by just seeing me and because I pushed them so many, they like, oh, you know what? I did say that I was going to do this. And so that, that makes me feel good too, that my presence can motivate them to say, you know what? Maybe I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And so just, you know, just being able to have that impact. And I'm sure with you having your radio station, people hearing. You know, I received that right and, there. Yeah, that that's mm-hmm. awesome. I'm going to have that. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. Sorry. So, <laughs> yeah. So absolutely. So that's one of the things um, I just love. Just I just love helping people. I don't really. And this is why, you know, I really struggle a lot with. Uh, you know, doing all these shows because I'm talking about me and I'm so used to being behind the scenes, but that's what uh-huh. COVID did for me. It's like, okay, get out there. You know, I'm the best kept secret because what I do and how I serve young people, it works. You know, it works. And then I had to use the same concepts, you know, for myself to, you know, break away from the the setbacks that I had with COVID and also mm-hmm. going through my learning disability. These are the concepts that I use in order for me to overcome my learning disability. So 
I know that it worked because it worked, it worked for me. And um, so, but you know, when you, when you don't open your mouth and you don't tell people what you do, don't nobody know. Right. Yeah. And so I probably want to put you on a bigger stage. To help yeah. <laughs> so I had to kind of look at it like, you know what? This is not bragging. It's just no. me telling my story, you know, and hoping that people can, if if there's someone out there that I can help, um, they can definitely reach out to me. And I brag for you. You on point. You doing nice stuff out here. Thank you. Thank I'll talk you. smack for you. <laughs> I want to smoke. You, you, my hype man. Woo, I got woo. you covered. <laughs> I need, I need you. I need you. I need a hype man. man. I got you covered. <laughs> I mean, you went from ventilated to <laughs> French. Hey, you doing your thing. Amen. Amen. Let God get that praise on that for real, because and you doing positive stuff that more people need to hear about that can get help. Yes. Yeah. Dealing with those issues. Yeah, I, I actually, um, you know, I'm going to uh, throw this out, too. I have a Go ahead. podcast that I, uh, myself and my uh, business par partner, Carla Saunders, we do a Facebook Live on Friday. Okay. And um, it's normally at 7, but tonight we're going on at 8 because I was like, I need to go on with you tonight at 7. <laughs> so... So we actually, we actually um, we start at uh, seven o'clock every Friday on uh, the Nurturing Wellness Group Foundation uh, Facebook. Uh, so we do a Facebook Live, and it's and called, follow that now. Yeah, it's called Be Extraordinary. So the Nurturing Wellness Group Foundation uh, Facebook page, and it's called Be Extraordinary. It comes on every Friday. It's a Facebook Live, myself and Carla Saunders. And we just we just keep it real. You know, we've discovered that, you know what, if, if God can use me to be extraordinary, then he can use anybody, you know. And so we just kind of talk about life and uh, different choices that we can make to be better people. Oh, you gotta get your boy on there one. one yeah. Friday. You know what? That's what I was. That was my intro. You messed up my intro. I'm, I'm sorry. Keep going. I don't know nothing. I'll be quiet. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so Jeff, I'm gonna have to have you on for sure. You have an open invitation um, to join us. Uh, we'll we'll get your information. At, well, you know, I'll send you send you an invite. And get you on the show for sure. Yeah, yeah, but it's not on. It's not radio. We gotta, gotta. Uh, you gotta look. I gotta look for them. I got you. I got you. I got you. you gotta come. I gotta look sweet, you know. You gotta come like I saw you on those videos when you doing your uh, playing your music. <laughs> I gotta look like that, and I can't look like a scrub. I gotta look right we're from the deep bag. You can't look terrible. <laughs> Can't do that. People, I know them. Like, hey, I saw you on there. Like, I was looking right. I know my people. Like, right. Yeah, you know, you shouldn't call that. You could have went grab some. You get paid. What you doing? You, you know our people. You know, <laughs> they gonna tell you. Absolutely. Like, come on, dog. Are you, are you, are you trying to market yourself? Like, man, you don't go with that jibber jabber. I got this. I got yes. it. I got it. That's a good thing. That's I was never good at networking. I took marketing and got a C, but I'm figuring this stuff out. <laughs> that's, it out. That's my struggle too, marketing. We're gonna have to put it together. <laughs> hey, what I learned, I passed you. Hey, we all gotta get up together. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. I don't wanna be bought enough by myself. 
Right, right. Hey, I receive it. I receive it for sure. Hey, that's why I receive that radio station. I'm all with that. <laughs> I got sure. content. Got mm-hmm. ideas for days. Mm-hmm. Somebody didn't give me a radio show. Hey, all right now. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to do and something. Is life. Sure. We're gonna and we're gonna talk about cartoons too. I'm I make it laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your favorite cartoon? Oh, say it's a movie. <laughs> let me see let me see what you're working with you know you can learn a lot about a person based on their, what they watch as far as cartoons I'm a cartoon girl myself uh, you can hold me now <laughs> there's so many great ones in the 80s because we that was the, that was like the 80s which is awesome yeah yeah I gotta say Optimus Prime I gotta say Transformers Transformers okay I mean Optimus like that that grandfather's gonna give you some life game but you don't want to hear it but it works okay okay I thought about G.I. Joe okay Thundercats Voltron (laughs) He-Man but X-Men was dope too oh yeah they're bringing that back on Disney Plus I like X-Men, but you know what? I like cartoons for real cartoons, like Tom and Jerry, okay. <laughs> Bugs Bunny, you know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm... Now, <laughs> Buzz was a jerk. <laughs> right. Right. I knew many people. Him and Daffy Duck were some of the funniest ones they do together. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I miss I miss those cartoons. These cartoons now they have so many I mean, hidden agendas. Like they're yeah. talking to adults. It's like no, talk to the kids. You know, YouTube they got it on there. Mm-hmm. Four hours of Bugs Bunny, all of them. Like mm-hmm. they took off the good stuff, like Thundercats and all them years ago. I guess they figured we need to make money off that one. Right, right. But you can still find the Looney Tunes stuff on there. Okay. All right, I'm going to I'm gonna have to check that out. <laughs> now, you have any more social media that people know about? I do. I have, uh, you know, that's one of the things that I'm, I'm trying to build up now. I have a personal website. This is my my website, terrybrinston.com is okay, uh, my website. Saying. And that's where my book is at. And okay. uh, you can connect with my my school nurse and some of in my nurturing wellness group. So that's a good uh, Terry Brinston B R I N S T O N dot com. And so um, a lot of all of my social media handles are there at Terry nice. Brinston. So um, yeah, follow me and check us out on Friday at the Nurturing Wellness Group Foundation face uh, Facebook page. Uh, Be extraordinary. Um, I'm about to, I'm about to get on all that. Like, yeah. we also, I, you know what? I just did a um, collaboration, a book with. Um, it's called. Um, um, oh my goodness! I just went blank. Um, for women. Oh my goodness! For, it's a um, affirmations for women uh, okay. book collaboration and. Um, Michigan, uh, the homeschool network with uh, okay. Coach Tina Ramsey. Um, so Tiffany D. Bell, that's the collaboration for the, for the affirmation for a woman on the move. And so I'm just, just I'm doing a lot of stuff. It's like I should have wrote all this down. Well, he's grinding. 
Yeah, so I've been I've been moving. Uh just doing it. Third book I gotta start writing. Okay, all right. What what is that? Get it out the mud. Oh. How to build a jelly brand. Get out the mud and try to do what? No, getting it out the mud, mm -hmm. building the JLE brand. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah, I gotta start putting some words down. Okay, when is it gonna come out now? Let's I'm gonna put you on, I'm gonna put you on front. Well, the second one's gonna come out this year. I gotta finish editing that one. So this one okay. might come out later in the year. Okay, okay. All right. Well, I'm gonna be looking forward. And I'll so I'm throw bells and whistles, like go get it. Change <laughs> your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. I do have a last question. Yes, sir. What what advice do you have for someone trying to find their purpose? Well, if you are struggling to find your purpose, then you need to talk with someone. You know, uh, a coach is great, a minister, a mentor, a friend. You know, I think, you know, so many times we try to figure it out. Mm -hmm. um, I truly believe a coach, a mentor, um, what they do, especially someone who has walked the walk or done what you want want to do, you mm -hmm. come to them with this yarn of confusion, right? <laughs> and, they, <laughs> and they can just take it and just ease it, just make it, you know, make it really easy. And so whereas it's going to take you probably five, 10 years to figure it out, they can get you straight in about a month, right? And so yes. I really, you know, I used to didn't think, you know, because I was real private about my stuff because everybody wants to look good and avoid looking bad. Right. And so I didn't want people to really know, you know, even as an adult, you know, that I'm struggling. I think that as a people, we always, you know, want let's keep our stuff in our home. We don't want people to know what we're going through. But mm -hmm. I think what we're doing when we do that, we do such a disservice to ourselves. And we waste time. And when we can just open up, have a conversation and say, you know what? Help me. You know, what can I do to do this? Or what can I do to do that? You know, and I just think that that would be my advice. If you're trying to figure out your purpose, stop figuring it out by yourself and get some help. <laughs> awesome. For sure. All right. Well, I appreciate all this, this phenomenal story. Amen. Hope I gave you your flowers, let you market yourself. Show was all about you. You're awesome. I appreciate it. That was, I really appreciate it. I'm going to definitely be in touch with you to get you on my show and keep doing what you're doing. Oh, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I'm going to play the outro in a minute after I send you out right because they got to know because you don't talk about the author part that much. I keep keeping that. <laughs> so I'm going to make sure I, I hype you up like you need it. Amen. So I want to thank the author, teacher, founder, CEO of My School Nurse and Nurturing Wellness Group Foundation, Terry Brinston, R-N-M-A-C-L-N-C, for sharing her story and parting words of wisdom on finding your purpose. Till next time, thank you for coming. My pleasure. Take me on her show. Come me something. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>